Do you believe that with all your heart? It's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. There's no other God like our God. It's the God of miracles, God of situations called impossible, God of strange situations, God of paradox. That's our God. That's the God we serve. And we are so privileged to know that He is our Father. Amen. Oh, wonderful. Thank you, Brother Mike. I just want to like to introduce with this song. Maybe let's go to these preliminaries and then. Uh, um, I just got the message from Brother Brother Ed, or I got it during this afternoon, about Brother Ron coming out of the ICU and himself. He was talking. Brother Ron that we know, and he's talking, and, uh, and he's himself testifying, he's, I'm ready to go to church. <laughs> Boo devil. <laughs> I just started shouting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Praise be to God. <laughs> he's exactly the God that we serve, God of great miracles. Oh, I was just uh, enjoying that when I saw that. Amen. A great general of faith, and I see and God still, we, I was telling God, we need him, we need him, we need that general, amen? amen. <laughs> and we thank God that he's uh, performing that great miracles, amen. I just want to thank God as well for the service this morning, it was a great service. I greet uh, brother, brother, brother Andrew, brought a good service this morning, and we really enjoyed it. Those who were here and those who could stream and it was just God's grace. Amen. Amen. So we greet you again in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those who are present and those who are streaming. Just want to say those who are present here, we need to be, uh, we need to be creating the atmosphere. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Remember Brother Branham, when we read the quote, when we read the book of Brother Branham, or the message in the book form, the traditions, or the, the, the translator, or those who, who print it, they put sometimes in parentheses, they put congregation says amen. <laughs> that congregation will save a few people. <laughs> but they create that atmosphere, amen. So you are that people will be in the bracket saying amen. <laughs> it had to be printed. But thank God for that. So um, continue praying for our pastors and um, Pastor Harold, Brother Ed, and for, for the leadership these times, you know. I think they need our, our prayers and sort of to go in the right direction. And we thank God that uh, they've made this possible, that we could gather and uh, share the word of God and also pray as a family, as a church. To know that if there is any needs anywhere, we can still share them, we can still pray about them. We are not divided, we're still one, amen. So thank for that. Thank God for that and may God bless them and all the technicians and people make themselves available to make that possible. We really appreciate that. May God bless you richly. Amen. Just want to sing this song, Brother Mike, sorry for keeping you so long. So, um, I don't know that song very well, so I um, should have maybe told you a little bit earlier. He's, uh, he, he was there all the time. Na, 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 na. He was there all the time. He was there all the time. Waiting patiently 
good time. Thank you, Father. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, what a comfort to know that all this time you have always been there. In the time of troubles, in the times of need, in the time of joy, you were always there, Father. The same God who started this journey is the same God who lead us to the final place. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your grace in our life, oh Father. We thank you for the place of refuge, our hiding place. The name of the Lord is a mighty tower where the righteous runs into. Father, we have that place where we can, Lord, decompress or take away the pressure of the world, anxiety, fear, doubt, and things, Father, the world in chaos sometimes try to put on us. We still father up shoulders with the things of the world. Sometimes read news and all different things that have an impact on, on our mind, Father. But we, we thank you, Father, that we, there is still a source of strength that is in the word of truth. Father, the way as they describe it in the natural, how the body has to be strong, to be immune needs good food and different things father to be able to resist realize father that our spiritual health as well needs something needs the word that has the right vitamins to be able to father fight the enemy and be able to resist the enemy and father we need find that from the word of truth father speak to our heart this after, this evening lord may you bless the few people who are here in order to respect what the the, religion, the, the, the provinces have put and we appreciate what they are putting Father, they are doing their best to help us Father may also bless those who are streaming, those who are for, uh, telephoning Father, the way of telephone, may you bless them Father, distance is not anything for you Lord, may your Holy Spirit be at all these places Father and create the right atmosphere speak to our heart Father, put the human part that I am aside close my mouth for the things that will not edify open my mouth open my heart for the things father that will help the bride to go further lord if there is a soul that will say that was for me let that be for your glory father as it has been expressed may you bless the whole church as a body bless our pastor Harold. bless brother ed all the technicians the officers father lord for the leadership and the guidance and may the chief shepherd himself lead us, Father, in these times of trouble. See, Father, may you be the one in control. You are still the master of the storms. May you come and calm the storm, Father. We love you and appreciate you, Lord. As the prophet will pray as well for those who have been touched by the things happening, Lord. Some have lost job. Some, Father, Lord, family member have been affected by these things. Oh, Father, even the worst case, some have even lost their loved ones. Oh, God, may you comfort them. May, oh, keep safe, Father, your children. May you keep safe, Father, Lord, those who put your trust in you. And, Father, may you, again, show that you are the one, the angel of the Lord who is camping around every situation. Father, we love you and appreciate you. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you. Bless you richly.
I invite you to go to the... I think I left my weapon on the table. <laughs> Wondering why am I too light this time? The deacon, can you help me to bring my, my mitriers or whatever? Car Carabin, my Bible, <laughs> I left it on the table. <laughs> you don't mind? Yeah, I think I left my... But we can go to save time. Exodus 14, 12, 15. I really put my verses on the notes, but I still, need, I still like to have my Bible on top. Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still. Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still. See the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. It's the same God, amen? And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore crieth thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forward. You can read again in, in Deuteronomy 3, verse 21, 22 says, And I commanded Joshua at the time, saying, Thine eyes have seen all that the Lord your God hath done unto these two kings. Kings, so shall the Lord do unto all the kingdoms whither thou passest. You shall not fear them, for the Lord your God he shall fight for you. And I'll read the last one. That's where I'll take my title from. Second Peter. First chapter. As Brother Andrew was speaking this morning, and he took it said first Second Peter chapter one. It's like, oh, he's, uh, he's exactly where I am. And, uh, and uh, as I was preparing this message, I already had my title on Friday. And I uh, put a few, few notes there about speak about uh, a thought on the statue of the perfect man. So I'm going to go over there. But um, somehow I got stopped at this, uh, at this, at this, at this verse before. But Andrew just took the verse after that, so I thank God that it was God in continuity. The second, second Peter, verse 2 says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. May God bless his word. Amen. Have your seat.
I'd like to talk this, this evening, God's grace. I'd like to talk about it's the, one of the longest titles. His divine power has given unto us all things. I wanted to put the whole thing, but I, I stopped there just for the sake of space. But His divine power has given unto us all things pertaining unto life and godliness. And the subtitle about it, I'm going to talk about redemption by power. The power of the Bible says the power, the power of God, the power of God, divine power of God has given us, has given unto us all things. The Bible is not saying partial things, small things, just half of things. It says it has given us all things pertaining to life, all things pertaining to godliness. The power of God has already given unto us. So we have no excuse. If it has already given us everything that we need to have a clean life, everything that we need to have, a God, to have godliness, everything that we need to have life, God has already provided. It has already provided, so there is no reason to live a half Christian life. There is no reason to live with things one foot in, one foot out. There is no reason to live a life that is not completely dedicated to God. God has already provided everything. Can you say amen to that? God has already provided everything so that we can live a life that is pleasing to him. What we need, it is ourselves to die more. We need to die to ourselves more. The greatest enemy that we have, it is ourselves. The cosmos has to die. The order of the world that we put, our thinking has to die. Because God has already provided everything. In life, there is justification. In the divine life, in divine life, there is sanctification. In divine life, there is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. In divine life, in divine, in divine, in divine life, there is the perfect faith. In divine life, there is perfect love. There is adoption. There is healing. There is everything that we have need of. He has already already provided. That's the word of God. He has already provided unto us all things that pertain unto life. Praise be to God. Amen. That is when I can tell to the bride, the bride, the life of the bride, Brother Mike mentioned when he was leading the song, it has been grace all the way. All along the way, it has been grace. If there is a time where we have to live, believe in God's grace, it is now. Amen. Because we cannot, we, cannot, we cannot rely on our own. We cannot rely on our own. We cannot rely on our own thinking, on our own way, even in our own protection. It has to depend on God's grace. If there is a time where we have to remember, God, may you reveal to me more the mystery of predestination, it's right now. Because predestination means in God's mind, it has already been provided for the ordained one, for the elect one. God is not being surprised. God knows the end of everything before even it starts. It has been grace all the way. It will be grace all the way. The fact that we have accepted the message of the hour, it means we have been in God's mind before the foundation of the world. We are not, God is not being surprised. God knows, he knows our name. He puts our names in the Lamb's book of life before the foundation of the world with the ink of his own blood to the point where he knows that he cannot remove our names no more. He put that in the Lamb's book of life so that our name will never be removed. 
not being surprised. God knows our beginning and our end. And all the way, God knows everything. Why should you worry? Don't worry anymore because it has been God's grace from the very beginning. It will be God's grace to the very end. Many times you have been through dangers, you have been through famine, you have been through different things. It has been God's grace who delivered you. It will be God's grace who will deliver you again. Before there was any law, before there was any instruction, God has already provided the lamb. As we will see as we go through this type, the first exodus was a type for the third exodus. From the first exodus, God had already provided grace for them all the way. Grace was before the law. Grace was when the law was there. Grace will be after the law. Grace was after the law. The same for us before you believe the word of God. Was grace. When you believe the word of God, it was grace. As you continue along the way, it will be grace. Satan might think that he's in control of any situation, but he's not in control of any situation. He has nothing under control. It is God who is in control of everything. God has already provided a solution before the needs raises. Amen. Grace provided an atonement, a sacrificial lamb. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. Amen. Grace, or, grace already provided sacrifice. It provided the blood. Think about it. Grace was already provided that we had a sacrifice who bore our sorrows, who bore our grief, who bore our pains. Amen. We don't need to bear them anymore. He already bore everything for us. Live it there, as the song says. All your burdens, live it there. Because he already brought that. He already bore bore all the things for us. We don't need to bear anything. We just need to relax in his presence. Amen. Amen. In this last age, God's grace has provided us a prophet. God's grace has provided us a message to prepare us for the rapture. It was not us who chose him. It is him who chose us. Do you realize that in order to be here or even in the flesh, in the flesh it has to be, it has been God's grace all along the way. I was just thinking about it. Along the way, my forefathers, my, your forefathers, your foremothers, your foreparents, they had to grow things like we are going through it, huh? They had to go through those different things. They had to go this. They have to run away from wars. They have to run uh, one epidemic after an epidemic and everything. But God in the natural was watching over your seed all along the way until today you are being manifested. Now think about it. You think that now God is going to leave you? The same God who protected you all along that way is the same God who is going to protect you. Amen. If there is a tomorrow, our seed will be giving that testimony about God protecting them along this time. As the song says, through many dangers, toils and snares have already come. This grace has brought me safe thus far. The same grace will lead me home. In the first exodus, it was, we saw in the first exodus, it was a redemption by blood first. The first prophet we preached, redemption by blood, redemption by, by power, redemption in completeness, redemption by judgment, all the different things. But it's showing, it's showing that it started first by the redemption by blood. The blood, the blood has, to be, has to be shed. The token had to be applied. We don't belittle 
that, and, and we, we come back to that many times, many times, but it is still important, amen. It's still important because the blood is our cover. The blood is our protection. The blood that's where we want to be, amen. The blood is the blood has not lost its power. Let me repeat that the blood has not lost its power and will never lose its power. The blood is still cleaning. The blood is still sanctifying. The blood is still protecting. The blood of Jesus Christ is still perfecting us in the Holy Spirit. The blood of Jesus Christ is still the bumper. Amen. The blood of Jesus Christ is still standing between the enemy and us, between sickness and us. The blood of Jesus Christ is always there. It has not lost its power, brothers and sisters, and it's still there. The prophet says in the message, the redemption by power, he says, You are all humbled up now, and the blood is going before you, the Holy Spirit leading you. Just keep moving. Don't pay no attention to what nobody tells you. Look straight to Calvary and march on. Amen. May the blood of Jesus Christ stand between us and all danger. Amen. The blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, stand between us and all the judgment. Amen. Shall not be condemned and come into judgment, but we because we have already passed from death unto life. Amen. Why? Because he is in the ark. He's talking about the Christian. He's already in the ark the same way as Noah was in the ark. The Christian is in the safest place. He is in Christ. In this life, what we need, we need an advocate. We need a mediator. The blood is still there. We have an advocate. We have a mediator. The blood still speaks for us. The blood is still speaking for us better things than the blood of Abel, than the blood of the law, than the blood of bulls and goats. It's not only covering, it's removing any stains. We want to tell the devil that even in every time we don't rely on our own thing because we still make mistakes, rely on the blood of Jesus Christ. Rely on our protector the blood of Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, think about this statement. I am redeemed. When it says, I am redeemed, it's not just a light statement, a very strong statement. It means before the foundation of the world, God had you in your mind, and he thought about you, he planned everything about you. It is a great statement. It is a great statement that shows that you are not only an earthly bound person, you are a heavenly bound person. Amen. Look at Calvary. Die at Calvary. Pay the supreme price. All the redemptive blessings that he died for at Calvary is already paid for, is paid for before God. The debt is fully paid. I like what Brother Maxwell said the other day. It's not paid, it's not, it's not paid you know, in financing, it's not paid in installment, it's not paying in different things. I still have a debt that have to be paid later on. It's paid in fullness. It's completely paid, man. So the devil has no excuse upon us. He cannot claim us anymore. We cannot go back to be, we cannot go back to be to be to be taken. We cannot be taken, we cannot cannot be taken back into the pawn shop anymore. We have been redeemed. 
we, the blood, the blood has already paid the full price for us. Amen. My Lord Jesus Christ already took the stinger of all sickness. Think about it. The debt is paid in full. The debt is paid in full. Jesus Christ has already taken the stinger of all sickness. He has already taken the stinger of everything. He has already taken the stinger of the devil. The devil is now is only a bluff. His greatest weapon is now fear. Amen. His greatest weapon now is, is to scare people and, 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 trying to, to, and try to make you, make you forget the promises that God gave you in the word of God. That is the greatest weapon that he's trying to use now. But the prophet of God is, is bringing us back to the word of God. He's saying this, listen to what he's saying. Sickness has no control anymore. God's done. God's done suffering in judgment. Jesus took the stinger out of sin. Jesus took the stinger out of sickness. Jesus took the stinger off the Satan. Jesus took the stinger out of sin. And tonight he is helpless. Can you believe that? This night the devil is helpless. He can only buzz and make a lot of fuss, but he's got no stinger. That's why Paul could say, death, where is your sting? Grave, where is your victory? But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now the power of life that was in the blood, that same power of the life, of the life, the, the life that was in the blood, that life that was in the blood is coming back into the believer now. Amen. That's why sin has no dominion upon us because the same life that was in that blood cell, the same life is coming back into the believer. Amen. What made that possible? Grace, once again. Grace is not a point where you put all in the time. Oh, I saw the grace of God when I was saved. That's only when I saw the grace of God. No, the grace of God means you were in God's mind before the foundation of the world. The grace of God means that he saved you there. The grace of God means that he continued to work with you. The grace of God means even he gives you the ability to serve God. Other people don't have that ability to serve God. It's God's grace giving you that ability to serve God. God's grace gives you the desire to love him. God's grace gives you the desire to surrender yourself to him. God's grace gives you the desire to love him more. God's grace gives you faith in the rapturing faith. God's grace in your life all the way. God's grace heal you there. God's grace is going to heal you all the way. He told to the bride, grace, grace, grace. And when he's talking to the bride, grace, 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 he's talking to Zerubbabel, who are thou, great mountain? It means when an obstacle comes, when a difficulty comes, who are you in the presence of God's grace? You are nothing in the presence of God's grace because God's grace will always find a way. Amen. We need to continue that grace. We need to be strong in that grace. We need to grow in that grace. The Bible says... He gave us more grace wherein he saved. God resisted the proud, but give us grace unto the humble. Amen. So we need God. Make us more humble. Now with your redemption by power. Why redemption by power is to show that it's not the power of a man. It's not the power of a, of a church. It's not the power of a, any different person. It's the power of the Holy Ghost. That quickens us to the word of God. Like for Israel, God told him, told Israel, I'm coming to deliver you through a mighty hand. 
I give a promise to Abraham that your seeds are searching in that country for 400 years, but myself I will come down and deliver that people from that place. Amen. It's God's grace manifested through the power of God. And the same grace will take us out of this pest house. If you don't see that pest house, now is the time to see that you really the pest house. There's nothing, the things, all the pleasure people used to have, those pleasures are completely closed and everything. Oh, if they found that the joy, the satisfying joy is to be with Christ and walking with him. Oh, amen. That joy will never be. That the joy doesn't depend on the circumstances. The joy of the Lord is always there. Oh, Father, you are my joy. You are my comfort. In ups and downs, you are still my strength. Oh, all our satisfaction is in the Lord. Amen. Read this quote for you. Redemption by power. Brother Ed shared that quote. The ministers, as I was listening to the redemption by powers, listening to, the, oh, that's actually, that's the quote you shared. It's kind of, I kind of enjoyed it myself. Say, tighten up the harness now. The angel of God which went before the camp of Israel is still here. The angel of God that went before the camp of Israel removed and went back behind them. The pillar of the cloud, the pillar of the cloud went from before their face and stood behind them, or went up from here and stood back here, a go-between in time of trouble. When trouble begins to face you, listen to that, when trouble begins to face you, sickness on every hand, trouble, the angel of God comes up, goes out between you and the sickness, and stand there in a way, challenging you to take God's word, amen. Because God has already provided all things to us in order to, and, and all things pertaining to life. Now the angel of the Lord, when it comes different things, is coming to challenging us to take God as his own word. God, you love me. God, you protected me. God, you are my comfort. God, you are my provider. The angel of the Lord stands between the troubles and us. Amen. God has given Israel the promise that they will go into the land. There was a million, probably a man coming to pursue them and run them and, and, and chop them down like a bunch of animals. But the angel of the Lord who was there to carry them to the promised land rose up from the camp and went and stood between them and them and the danger. Hallelujah. He still does it. The prophet saying he still does it. I believe he's still in the business of protecting his own children. The danger cannot go to the God's children before God himself allows. God is in control of the situation. The devil is not in control of the situation. God is in control of the situation. And the prophet continues, he will make the way. God will make the way. God is the way maker. Where there is no way, he will make the way. Where it sounds impossible, he will make the way. Where I cannot comprehend it, he didn't ask me to comprehend. He asked me to believe. He didn't ask you, do you see it? Do you believe it? You, oh, he didn't ask you, do you feel it? Or do you understand it? But do you believe it? <laughs> Amen. He will make the way for every sick person sitting here right now. He has already made the way. He's standing between you and the trouble. 
I know he's here right now. And I believe the same angel that was with the prophet, the same angel is here now. Amen. He says, you can call me a fanatic if you want to. I'm not responsible for what you say, but I'm responsible for what I say before God. And he who led the Israel, the children of Israel, as I've judged, if I've judged it right on that light that you see tonight, or see that picture, I suppose they put them, he's talking about the angel. That same angel of the God is in this building right now. The same angel of the Lord is with you are streaming right now. The same angel of the Lord is you on the phone right now. To do just exactly what God did in that day. He's here to confirm his word. Just what he did then is now he will always be the same. Is it only in the time of Brother Barnum? No. He says here he will always be the same. If Brother Barnum says the truth there and he said the truth, it means that when he was there, he's also here. Amen. The angel of God moving up to stand between us and sickness, stand between us and death. No wonder David said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for the heart with me. Sure, standing there, the angel of God went before the camp of Israel and removed and went and stood between them and the enemy. Think about it. On one side, it was completely darkness for the Egyptians who were following them, but on the other side, it was completely light for the Israel, and God himself is standing between them. You cannot approach them because I'm here defending them. Even the Egyptian himself, they realize, oh, we have to run away from those people because their God is fighting for them. Do you think it's only a God of history? If it's a God of history, let's pack our Bibles and go home. It's still the same God today. And the angel of God is standing Tonight, between every individual here and the enemy, I know what I'm speaking of. I know while standing here now on the platform, and just keep two things here. He's coming between you and your sickness. He's standing between you and your sins right now. Why? Why? He asked, he asked to remember the question, why? We are in the exodus of the church. If they were in the exodus, in the first exodus, we are in our third exodus of the church. The same angel is here, standing between the danger house. Why? Because we are in exodus. Egypt was always called the world. And when Israel came out, remember, they were the church members. And let's talk about it. He's still in the business of standing between us and the enemy. He was the God who stood between Elijah and the enemy, between Elisha and the enemy. As he said, as I was with Moses, so I shall be with you. As he told, he told Joshua there, you see those enemies, you see those kings, well, what I've done to those kings. It shows that I will always be with you. I will always fight for you. The same way I fought in the time of Moses, the same way I'm fighting for you. The same way that he fought in the time of Brother Banam, the same way he's fighting for us in this time. Amen. What I'm trying to say to you, you need to, you need to stick to the word of God. I didn't read that comment, but I think it should have been a very good comment. Brother Old Buddy Robinson says, Lord, give me a backbone like a soul log. Give me lots of knowledge in the gabble end of my soul. And let me fight the devil as long as I got one tooth and them gum till, till I die. <laughs> I want to tell the devil, you know, I'm going to hold on God's word. 
until the very end, until the rapture, until whatever God decides for me, I'm standing on God's word. Amen. Amen. Because God's word is always the truth. The power of God, the divine power of God has always given to us, has always given unto us an angel to stand between the enemy and us. So shall they fear, the Bible says, shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun? Because when the enemy shall come like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against the enemy. The word of God is still true. If you have the Holy Ghost, you have everything that you have need of for this journey. Praise be to God. If you have the Holy Ghost, you have everything that you need of for this journey. Everything you have need of in the whole life journey is in you right then. We are planted in Christ Jesus. You see what I mean? When you are born again, the baptism of the Holy Ghost has come into your heart. You have everything that you have need of for the journey. The devil is coming. Let me tell you, let me put it, I'm going ahead of my notes here, but let me say, when the need comes, then we realize that what God has already provided will meet that need. It's not the me that comes and takes us by surprises. God has already given us what we have need of for the journey. When the need comes, then we realize that we already had what we needed in order to defeat that need. When the true Hebrew went there, they didn't know what will happen the next time. They just rely on God's word. They just to take God by faith. They just to rely on what God was saying. They didn't know that the light will be there standing between the fire, the, the, the fiery fire furnace and them. They didn't know that, but they believed that God will deliver them on that time. They know that God will deliver. How God is going to deliver them? They didn't know the details on how God is going to deliver them, but they knew they have faith that God is going to deliver them. The situation you are going through, sometimes we don't know how God is going to deliver us, but we know that he's going to deliver us. Amen. Amen. The light is still there fighting for us. It just, uh, it has been a blessed thought to me. You know, uh, uh, the, the enemy fights, or the, the minister, or whatever, whoever, is there trying to bombard. Even Brother Banham, he came to his mind trying to bombard him with different things. Then I start counting God's benefit in my life. I look, oh, he delivered me there. He secured me from there. I was, I was drowning in the water one time. Nobody to save me. He sent someone to save me. I was in that situation where there was an accident. He came there to deliver me. One time there was a storm in the airplane. They didn't know how to land. They were they're giving different messages. We didn't know how to land, but God somehow made us land. Looking at all the different things. It was the same grace God, the same grace of God over there. It's the same grace of God today. If he stood there between me and the enemy, he will stand here between you and the enemy. Amen. Prophecies, redemption by power. If you notice, while the children of Israel who had come out of darkness and accepted the light, when they got in trouble, the light turned back around and they slept all night. While they were sleeping, God was sending a wind blowing down across the sea, opening up a way of escape. Hallelujah to the Lamb. 
I'm so glad I've been filled with the Holy Ghost tonight, Holy Spirit tonight. While we are sleeping, rejoicing, resting in the promise of God. As we sang this night, we stand, I'm standing in God's promises. God promised them to make a way of escape. While they were resting on this promise, God was down there before them opening up a way. Every man, woman tonight that will accept Jesus Christ on those grounds, the Holy Spirit, while you are asleep, while you are resting on his promise, maybe you are crippled, maybe you are blind, maybe you can't hear, maybe you can't see, maybe you are sick, heart trouble, cancer, something, dying, accept the light tonight and rest upon it, amen. And the wind coming like a rushing mighty wind on the day of Pentecost will move down through there and open up a way for you mighty wind on the day of Pentecost like I said open up a way for you hallelujah that you'll pass right through that valley of of sickness right back into the land of health again Oh, praise be to God. You'll pass right through that land of cold, former, shackled down in different religions to a Holy Ghost filled, happy, rejoicing, heart full of joy. Showed, skipping here, showed his power to escape death through the blood. He showed his power to make a way of escape by redemption of power. And today you have accepted, amen, you have accepted the blood of Jesus Christ to cleanse you from sin. The power of the Holy Ghost is here to lead you to the baptism of the Holy Ghost. How can I go to the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Full obedience to the word of God will entitle you to the token. The power of God is here to transform you from sickness to health. Why? We are moving on in the exodus of this church. Amen. As we are part of this exodus, there's a special blessing to those who are part of that exodus. Oh, what we just need is to walk in the light, live in the light. The light will take care of the rest. The light will find a way of escape. And the three children, the three children, as I mentioned earlier, they just had to walk in the light. The, the, the soldiers could be there, you know, we, we, we just read in a few parentheses and read there, but there was maybe a story going, going on between the soldiers that were leading them to the, to the furnace. You, you, you can just deny. It, it it's just a small thing. Just, just bow down and, and then you continue your own life. Why you can't just resist? Why can't you just, you know, say you were wrong at that time and then try to decount it, try to, to, to reject it, and you be like other people. You, 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 can, you, can, you, can, you can feel that. You can feel, you can feel the fire coming. You can feel the fire coming. They were already feeling the fire coming because the Bible said they died even before. They, they died while, while the two Hebrews were still walking and before they threw them. It shows that they were feeling something, but then they were not feeling anything because the light was standing between, between that fire and them. God was already protecting them. They didn't know that there was a fourth man inside there that already had a solution for their problem. Amen. May God give us spiritual revelation to understand that that fourth man is still here, standing between the enemy and us. Amen. Praise be to God. And now, if you read the Bible, now it became the king in Abuchanitzar who started giving a testimony about that God. 
I've, I've never seen a God like that. The God of Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego is the true, real God. Because I don't see only a fourth man there, but those people who were bound now are free. It means that fourth man has led them free, has loosened their chains. Let me tell you, we still have the one who can lose the chains. We still have the chain breaker. It's still the Lord Jesus Christ. Whatever chain it is, he can break those chains. Same story. As I said, if the story just becomes story, then we can close our Bible and go. But those stories are, are there to give us an example to trust in the Lord in time of needs. Daniel went through the same experience. He took the word of God for his time. The Bible says the, the president and all the councils are trying to find an excuse to, to, to an excuse, an occasion against Daniel. At the time, they, they found an occasion to try to find, to find something. And what they found, it was, it was his prayer life. You know, now the government's giving good indications and they're fighting for us, actually. But who knows in many years they'll come or they will be fighting against us now. But at that time, they were fighting against them. And they found what was his strength they found the prayer time. And the Bible says, when Daniel discovered about us, he didn't go and say, no, now that they discovered about this, let me go and close everything and try to behave like other people so that I can escape and escape these things. What he had to do is just to walk in the light. In the light that God gave him, that he had to pray three times. And I believe that we still need to pray as much more, as more than Daniel. Especially in the times that we are living in, we see the situation that's coming in. We need the immune system, spiritual immune system. And that comes through the word of God and comes through prayer. Amen. And, and, he, and, and he discovered that. He didn't, he, didn't try, he, didn't, he didn't try to deny it. He didn't try to deny it. But instead, he put and opened everything. The same God that I prayed yesterday is the same God who can deliver me today. And you know the story. God indeed delivered him. But I like the way himself he testified about it. He says, my God has sent his angel and shut the lion's mouth. My God that I serve sent an angel and he shut the lion's mouth. That angel that shut the lion's mouth, that angel is still here today. He can shut the lion's mouth of the enemy and give us victory in all the situations. Amen. You and I have never walked this way before. And there are going to be many obstacles and we are going to see many obstacles. As the first exodus, they had to meet the Moabite. If God had to unveil to them everything that were to happen along the way, it would have maybe discouraged many of them. But he just gave them a promise. I'm going to be with you. I'm just going to be with you. And they had so many obstacles. They found the Moabites. They found different people along the way. They found different obstacles. They didn't have water. They didn't have food. They found all the different things. They found the Red Sea. They found all different obstacles. But the same promise of God was still standing. I'm leading you to the promised land. That's my promise. The obstacle does not change my promise. My promise stands and it will meet every challenge along the way until I bring you to 
to the promised land. As he was talk, giving that promise, he was talking that promise to Caleb and, and Joshua. They stood and they went and went until the promised land. Let me tell you, always remember this. The end time message meets end time conditions. The end time message in the heart of a believer will meet the challenges of the end time. There is no other message that can meet the challenges of the end time. We have received the word of God that will give us the faith in order to meet the challenges and the challenges of the end time. This is a time of showdown. This is a time where what we have been feeding on has to be manifested. This is what a time where we want the God of Abraham, the God of Moses, the God of William Branham to be on the scene. Amen. And the end time message shall meet end time conditions. We have been called to glory. He has called us not to be lost. He has called us for one purpose, is to be with him. The pillar of fire in the third exodus is leading us all the way to the millennium. Amen. Praise be to God. One time the prophet went to a factory, and he came to that factory and realized, oh, I see those, uh, uh, what's the English the word, the, sh- the shavings, the shavings. Uh, I see those shavings. Some of them are being taken up. Other other ones are staying. Why why, why is that? And the person who was showing him the factory told him, you know, those who have been taken up by the magnet is those who have been magnetized. The other ones that stayed behind there is those who then have not been magnetized. They have been demagnetized. They've been actually bolted down to the ground that they cannot go up anymore. Let me tell you, we have received something that is magnetizing us. There's something else that brings us to the same, the same wavelength, that bring us to the same, to the same dimension, bring us to the same speed as God. The more we feed upon the word of God, the more we are being magnetized. The more we pray, the more we're staying in that channel, the more we are being magnetized. Until one day when the great magnet is coming, we are being going to be taken away. Why is that possible? Because we have been magnetized along the way. It might take different things, going through different processes, but remember, all those processes are in order to make us being magnetized by the baptism of the Holy Ghost, as we heard this morning. It might take also some trials in order to shape us, to hone us, and different things, but we say in all those things, praise be to God. I'm being magnetized in order for that when the great magnet comes, I'll be taken away. Amen. This is the time to be magnetized. Praise be to God. As we are on this journey, say it once again, we don't know all the things that we will encounter along the way. But one thing we know is, I will be with you. My divine power has already given unto you all things unto life and unto godliness. In the most deceitful of all the ages, divine power has already given us all things pertaining to godliness. And all the great, well, how, how, can, how can you say in this age you will be raptured? How can you say you can be, be perfect in this most deceitful, deceitful age? Divine power has already given me all things pertaining to life. I will say even not, not only natural life, but also spiritual life, eternal life. Amen. Prophet says, God promised that he will supply the every need. He promised he will supply our every need. He never told them, I will make a way of healing. I will make a way of this. I will make a way of for that. He said, I will be with you. In other, way, in other words, it, 
end of quote. In other words, is that he's not showing them everything up front, but he just gave them a promise, I'll be with you. Do you remember a story of a man who told Brother Vanam, you know, I don't believe anything unless I see it. The prophet came and said, you, you, I, do you really believe, I'm paraphrasing the prophet, do you really believe in what you're saying? Yeah, I cannot believe anything unless I see it. And he had a light on his own. But the prophet asked, how could you get your own house? Oh, simple. I just walk, put my lantern, light lantern, whatever. I hope you understand what I'm saying. My lamp, and I just walk, and it will lead me to my house. The prophet says, exactly. <laughs> the same thing to me. I don't see everything. But one thing that I know is I just walk with the light. The light is going to provide for every step of the trip. As I'm going through that trip, I found the danger. There was the light saying, give me a solution. I'm going to another corner. Oh, oh, the difficulty. How I'm going to solve this thing? The light will give a solution. I'm going to another corner. How I'm going to solve this thing? I don't know. The light will give me a solution. <laughs> don't try to think ahead of things. The light will solve. I think. That's what he said to us. I will be with you even in you to the end of the world. That's all I have to say. You don't have to argue this, that, or the other. He is here to satisfy. That satisfies me. Divine healing is here. Power is here. Everything he was there, he is now. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. You might, end of quote, you might find some mountains to climb, but remember, he's still here. That the reason the prophet comes to say, that the reason the prophet will say, that's the reason God led us to come to the end of the road sometimes because he loves us and wants to prove his supernatural and of his power. How God can he prove his supernatural? He has to put you into a corner to show that I'm still God. Because if he doesn't put you in that corner, you won't find that he's supernatural. His supernatural means you don't have to rely on your own senses anymore. You have to rely on a God supernatural. Supernatural God, supernatural bride. Because he loves us, that's the reason he does it yet. Yes, he just let us get read get right down to the place where we're just about ready to make the last step, then he steps on the scene. That way, that's the way God does things in other places. Let you come right down to the last minute, then show you what he can do about it. That's right. He loves to do that. He loves to, he loves to surprise his people. You, you men like to do your wife like that. Wait till her birthday, just keep her under suspicions, because you love her. God's surprises to us doesn't mean that he has left us. It just means that he loves us. But I was not expecting this. I, I already had my plan for 2001, 2002, 2000 things. I already had my budget for this, for this, for this. Why this? God surprises. He loves you. God surprises. But I already planned this. I already planned this. God surprises. <laughs> David didn't know that between the anointing and the crowning, there will be a Goliath in between. But God, you have already anointed. Why can't you just put me and become a king all of a sudden without all the problem? No, there 
is a Goliath there. there you have to run. You have to run. Saul fighting. You have Saul chasing you. All the different things. But God, you have already anointed me. Just put me in that place. God's surprise is going to make you a different way. But it's to show that God loves you. The challenge along the way for David didn't change the anointing. It didn't change the promise of the crowning. The anointing was still there, and the crowning had to come, and it came. Amen. All he just needed to do, to do, Lord, I just want to trust and rely on your anointing. We have just to trust in what God has given us. If the anointing gave the, the power, gave the victory to those who went through the dark ages, the anointing in our age will give us the victory in the dark time that we are going through because God has already given us a promise that we will make it. Amen. Amen. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, They had no temptation taken you by such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able. But with that temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. Oh, praise be to God. Sometimes we think, oh, it's too hard for me. Uh, sharing one brother, it's too hard for me. I, I feel like, uh, you know, a spring, sometimes you can, you can stretch it so much. If the spring could tell, it could be complaining, I'm going to break, I'm going to break, leave me, I'm going to break. God knows how long he can stretch you because he knows what he has already given you. He knows the material inside of that spring. As long as he's stretching, you just say, God, I just want to rely on your grace. I just want to rely on your grace because you have given me a promise that you can never give me something that is above what I cannot bear. Because you have put something inside of me, you trust what you have put inside of me. Let me just be in the channel where I can stay in tune with you. Let me just be in the channel where faith can operate. Let me just be in the channel where the manifestation of the supernatural can be made real. Amen. No matter what the devil will put on our way, God knows that the anointing will meet the challenges of the hour. Now we are the sons of God. Right now we are sitting together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now we are sons of God. New creature. Divine power has made us sons and daughters of God. Satan can tempt as much as he wants. The anointing will hold on. Listen to what the prophet is saying. He's saying, born in Gilead. With our head bowed, he was praying. I would like to ask this solemn question. How many people present, present, how many people present would like to come to that fountain, would want God to put his spirit so richly in you like it was in Jesus, so much that you could resist temptation, that you've tested something so much better than tobacco, something so much better than pleasure, than drinking will give, so much better pleasure of going to church than it will, it will be to go to a card party. You would like to have that. You love to have it. So you could live free from sin. Not because you are not tempted, but in every temptation he will make a way of escape. The devil will still tempting you, but God has put something so powerful that the temptation of the devil doesn't mean anything to you. The same thing that he came to Jesus Christ, he put, he put the last of the flesh, the last of the eyes, the pride of life, all the different blows he could throw on Jesus Christ. Those things didn't mean anything to the 
Lord Jesus Christ because he had something inside of him. He had the divine power inside of him that was greater than all the temptation. I know that you know these things in the spiritual in the spiritual realm because what the devil try can prove different things, the card and different things, or they, they don't mean anything to you anymore now because you have already passed from death unto life. But let me you even when the devil comes into the natural, when he comes into the flesh, when he comes into, into the mind, when he comes to the situation, to the financial needs, he comes to the health, he comes to, to the to, to your health, the, the things that are so close to the flesh. Don't let the flesh take the, the up the upside the, the, the over it the upside things all over the supernatural you need to have the same faith believing that the God who gave you deliverance into the soul is the same God who's going to lead you all the way oh, I'm also talking to those <laughs> Amen. but you believe that the word of God is good and real the prophet says would you like to take that inoculation there is a balm in Jesus tonight. Would you love for him to pour into, to pour in upon your soul like he did those at Pentecost? If you like to be remembered, raise your hand. Amen. That's what I want, the refilling of the Holy Ghost. The body of the Holy Ghost, the refilling of the Holy Ghost, the dynamic to the church. Amen. Satan does not understand us. Because he can put, he can tempt, and we can tempt different things. We don't, we don't follow what he's trying to put beside us. And he doesn't understand that because he can put different trials in front of us. But still continue, we still continue to sing. We still continue to rejoice in the Lord. Why? Because we understand one thing, that the love of God is elective. The love of God is election, like I started. The grace of God has been all the way. Prophet would say grace is love. In one the code says grace is love. It has been the love of God all the way. It has been God's grace all the way. It has protected us all the way. He already elected us. Love, God's love is election. And we just showing our love towards the Lord. How are we showing our love towards the Lord? By believing what he said. But we can go to the word of God, not just a story, but a personal relationship, a personal reality to our life. Lord, we believe. We don't understand what we believe. Amen. And then we conduct ourselves with joy amidst all the trials that he has allowed in his wisdom to come to our life. Amen. But in the time of trials, don't talk about the negative things. And so if you go that message presented by power, I think that's one of or the other one is talking what the mistake they made is in the time of, 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 of trials. They start murmuring. They start complaining. They start in, oh, oh, oh we, we, why did you bring us here? Why did you bring us here? But I've been with you all along the way. Why do you start complaining now? Why do you see that this mountain is above, is, is greater than me? This mountain is nothing compared to me. I'm still Jehovah Jireh. I'm still Jehovah Rapha. I'm still the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. The news is not going to give you faith. Well, God's word is going to give you faith. If you see, feel a little bit of negativity, you need to go into the word of God. You feed upon the word of God. Feed upon the word of God. Stay in the atmosphere where your faith is growing. Amen. Don't let negativity come and take over you. Amen. Because when negativity comes over, over people, they forget who they are. They forget that God delivered them. They become the suffering of amnesia. 
amnesia is you forget who you are. You forget what God gave you. But the Bible says he has given us great promises, precious promises. By this promise, we might be partakers of his divine nature. Great promises to give us victory. Amen. Oh, let's go. I still have a... Give me a few minutes. Now, prophet says, now we're about to catch them. Now over here in the wilderness, after all those great signs and wonders, the revival had quietened down. The first thing you know when the revival quietened down, why they forgot all about the miracles. Isn't, isn't it that just about like people today? They forget what God did last year. God did that at the meeting out here at the high school. You forget all about it. See, what God did, we just forget it. We forget what God did in life of, of, of Shalom. Brother Darren, we forget all the great miracles. We forget the great things that God has done among us. We forget what God has done for Matthias. We forget all different things. When the, when the trials come, we forget all these different things. But the same God who gave us those miracles is the same God here. Amen. Don't forget that. Don't forget that Moses had only one prescription for two million people. Think about it. Two million people, he only had one prescription. You come with your headache, it goes to the same prescriptions. You know, I'm the Lord who heals you from all diseases. You have cancer. Moses, two million people. I have cancers, I have one prescription. I have this problem, one prescription. I have COVID, and I have this prescription. I have the same prescription is still real today. I'm the God that healeth you from all diseases. Medicine tried to go from prescription to prescription, but God's prescription stays, it stays everlasting prescriptions. Amen. The Christians, the Christians have enough power to create a new world, a new atmosphere. The world has their own atmosphere, but us, we can create our own atmosphere. Don't limit the power of God. Sometimes I'm guilty of that. Try to put God in a certain box. You have to act this way. You have. I'm expecting the solution to come this way. I have different plans. This plan will A, plan B is this one. If this one doesn't work, this plan B will work. If this one does come here, it will come this way. But sometimes God brings us all our plans completely down. Then he shows that I'm the God who gives the solution. Don't limit God's power. God's power is, is without limit. If it was without limit, then the power of the church is also without limit. Actually, I'm paraphrasing what the prophet says. The prophet says, in the message says, you cannot, if you can limit God, you can limit Christ. If you limit the church today in its possibility, you are limiting God. Because all things whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive it and you shall have it. Amen. If the God is without limit, let me say the church, the power in the, inside the church is without limit. God's power is limited to your faith in it. That's the only limit it has. It is your faith. 
All things is possible to them that believe it. See, there is a great God in heaven. And if we could only get in contact like a direct line to him, all things are possible. See, what? but we must come in contact with him with no static nowhere, just a clear channel between us and God. God is without limit. What limits God? It is our faith. What limits God is the thing that stays into the channel. If the channel have different noises, it can't perform well. God, remove all the noises. Remove all the things that's blocking the channel. Remove the things that are still stopping me. I will walk with you. I want, Father Lord Jesus Christ, that channel to be completely clear so that the power of God can operate in a mighty way. Amen. Then he said, if you say to this mountain, be moved, and don't doubt in your heart, but believe that what you have said, you can't bluff it. He said, Satan, you know, if you say this mountain, be moved, it shall be moved. Maybe you don't see it, but it's moving. <laughs> Maybe it moved just from one centimeter that you can't see with your eyes, but behind it, it is moving. You just need to walk with the light. Amen. <laughs> God, I take you at your word. I take you at your word. I take you at your word. You are still with me. Amen. Maybe. Because you believe it's not your issue anymore. If you believe it's not your issue anymore, it's God's responsibility to take care of the rest. We always get what we expect. When people expect anything, well, they usually get what they you look for. It is the mental attitude that you have. Remember this. Never forget this. The right mental attitude towards any promise of God will bring it to pass. The right mental attitude towards any promise of God. It doesn't, it doesn't take gift of healing to heal sick people. Any person here has the right to meet Satan anywhere. If you are a Christian and defeat him on any grounds that he could stand on because you have the word of God. Divine power has already given unto you all things pertaining to life. Oh, <laughs> praise be to God. What we need is to take a hand of faith and operate the word of God. Divine power has already provided justification for me. It has already provided sanctification for you and me. It has already provided the baptism of the Holy Ghost for you and me. It has already provided us a way to reach adoption for you and me. You don't have to manufacture it. Divine power has already given unto you everything pertaining to your natural life. You just need to be in the channel for it to operate. If you come to our natural needs... Think about it. Who gives the bird food to eat? God. The bird doesn't have to worry what am I going to eat tomorrow. God is going to provide. I was just coming into the church. I think this morning I saw the, the, the gas, 65. I was like, oh, it means the economy is down. It means things will be shaken. But we don't look at the economy in a natural way. Yes, we start planning different things maybe as a human part. But we don't, we don't have to be bound to the natural economy because we are part of a special economy. We are part of God's economy. Amen. God's economy started before the foundation of the world. And even now, we are still part of God's economy. Amen. Because if he could take care of the little birds, if he could take care of the little birds, how much more can he take? 
care of his own children. Amen. Maybe you are wondering where is going to come my next paycheck. God will take care of that. Amen. Remember the time when in the first Exodus, where did the manna come from? God provided for the natural thing for them. God is going to provide for a natural thing too. Amen. Remember the widow of Zarephtha. She was there wondering, where am I going to take, brother, brother Andrew mentioned this in this morning as well. Where am I going to take my next meal? Where am I going to take my next meal? But God has already provided. He provided a prophet for that time. The same spirit of Elijah is in our time too. He provided a prophet at time and he gave them what she had need of for that time, amen. What she had to have to just to have the two cross. I'm going there. I like the uh, declaration. I'm going there. I'm looking for two sticks in order to make my meal and I eat it. The only thing, the thing that she, she made it wrong, the wrong testimony, the only thing she made, she says, and then die. You are not going to die. Once you take the cross of God, you're not going to die. Once you put the meal of the revelation, you're not going to die. Once you put the oil of the Holy Ghost, you're not going to die. Because God will continue to sustain your needs. Praise be to God. We are part of a different economy. What about that widow, the wife of the sons of the prophet who came to Elisha? I have so many debts, prophet Elisha. I have so many debts. What do you have? The prophet asked him. Ask her. What do you have? A whole one testimony. I have a point of oil. I have a point of revelation. I have a point of the Holy Ghost. Then he told her, oh, that's a good thing to have. Since you have that, come and carry more pots and make them empty. <laughs> oh, God, make us more empty of the things of the world. And may you fill us with the water of the word of God. Fill our empty, uh, 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 empty box with the word of the word of God. Fill us more of the word of the word of God. And then God will take care of the rest and change that water into oil. Once it has been changed into oil, he told us, go and sell. And then you're going to pay all your debt. <laughs> you don't have to be worrying too much. God is in control. Satan has no control. Think about it. The third pool will be manifested when pressure comes in. It means all this time we are feeding upon the word of God, feeding upon the word of God, praying, feeding upon the word of God. It's building something inside that will be able to sustain you in time of pressure, in time of cares. You don't know what is inside of you until the pressure comes, then we realize, oh, it has always been there. The brother Ed gave that testimony, and I did tell you that I really like what he said. He says, I went there, I didn't know that all these years, what I've been feeding on came to become manifested when I needed them the most. That's what we think. Sometimes you don't, and you, just, you, you think, oh, it's just a normal life. Your things is easy, easy. Let when the time of pressure comes, then what is inside of you, it becomes a showdown. What is inside of you will become manifest. Oh, God, I want to be in that channel to feed upon the word of God. Because in the time of pressure, what is inside will become manifest. What will give me victory? It is what is inside the opening of the word of God. Remember, Brother Manam didn't know that God had given him that power to create the squirrel. Until a need came. When he had a need, I need a squirrel. I need a squirrel. Then God said, do you need a squirrel? You can create a squirrel. Oh, praise be to God. If you didn't have that need, it will never be manifested. 
Let me tell you, whatever is coming upon here, maybe it's going to manifest inside of us the power that God has been building inside of us all this time. Yeah. Praise be to God. Amen. David said, I will lift up my eyes upon the hills. Where cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Where these things are coming on is God leading us our attention to him and him only. That he's going to manifest what he has already put inside of us. Amen. If God could take care of the little fish, how much more about the children of God? <laughs> oh, amen. God is willing to give us big things. God is willing to give us big things. Then the prophet says, don't ask for small things, ask for great big things. Maybe we have been too shy or to, to, to be shy to ask for big things, and now it's the time, God, give me the faith to believe the big things. Oh, I don't know. You, you, go, you go to the shop, you don't find you don't find what you need. Oh, I don't have this, I don't have this, I don't have this. Ask for big things. Exercise your faith for big things. If an opportunity comes to exercise your faith, God, I'm going to exercise my faith in this situation because my help comes from you, Lord. Come and open the windows. Come and open the door, Lord. You are still the way maker, Lord. Amen. Amen. Healing of cancer to God is the same as healing of toothache. Everything is contained in divine power that he has already provided. God... God is willing to answer to our needs. You've asked a great thing. Prophet speaking in inspiration. God wants us to ask for big things. He doesn't run out of blessings up there. You can't ask for too much. Could you imagine a little fish about that long out in the middle of the ocean saying, I better not drink much of this water because it might go dry. Well, that's just as unreasonable as it could be. Or more so reasonable than to be to think that God's blessing will ever be exhausted to a believer. All heavens belong to you. <laughs> Divine power has already given all things to you for everything that pertains to life and godliness. Just walk into it. Amen. All heaven belongs to you. Now he has declared. Give me five minutes, ten minutes. Five minutes actually. If he has declared that he is Jehovah Jireh for our natural needs, how much more for our spiritual need? He says that he has provided everything for our godliness. Godliness is to be like God. That's why today I can reject lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, the pride of life. How is that possible? Divine power has already given unto us all things pertaining to godliness. So we have no excuses. There is, if there is still some sins that so, busy, so easily beset anyone, this is the time to come to the Lord because you have already, already been given everything that will make you clean. Come and possess it. Amen. These Egyptians that I see, I shall see them, I shall see them no more. Let the divine power of God come and confirm that he has already given unto me. I want to walk in the cleanness of life. I want to walk in the purity of life. So healing belongs to me this morning. 
Healing belongs to you. Salvation belongs to you. Salvation belongs to me. You say, I can't live the right kind of life. Yes, you can. God said we could. We, I believe it. Don't you? How can you live in this present world without going out and associating with the crowds and doing the things that they do? God said we could. His grace is sufficient that settles it. So let's just tighten up and go on. Amen. Power of prayer belongs to me. Power and sanctification belongs to me. There is no excuses to live a defeated life. It has already been given to me to live a life of victory. Amen. Like Caleb and Joshua, it isn't, it isn't that they have to know. They have to figure out how they're going to overcome and possess the land. It was not their business to figure out how they're going to possess the land. It was their business to believe and to take God at his word. And God will take care of how he's going to deploy it, how he's going to manifest it. The Lord will fight for them. The Lord fought for them. The Lord will fight for you. The Lord will fight for you as streaming. Amen. And when it comes to eternal life, we have to come to the full redemption of the soul. We have come, rather, to the full redemption of the soul. The only thing that we are waiting for is the redemption of the flesh. The cloud came down. It is the dynamic. It is the divine power that came to confirm that the word of God is the truth. To confirm to the bride that we will make it. To confirm to the bride that everything pertaining to eternal life, God has already given us. He has given to the bride all the material to make herself ready for the rapture. It has already been given to us. Amen. He has declared to us that we are overcomers. How can we declare that you are overcomers? He says, but you can imagine yourself and think about yourself. Oh, I'm weak. I'm so weak. I'm, I still make mistakes and all different things. You know, in these times that we are going through, it's the time where you have to have faith in God more than ever before. Because if you're still thinking that because of the mistake that you made in the past or things, that you, you are now entitled to a curse or anything, no, because the blood of Jesus Christ has already washed them away. Even in your weakness, let me tell you, the grace of God is more sufficient today than ever before. Because he told us, my grace is sufficient to thee. For my strength is made perfect in your weakness. When you are weak, then he's strong. <laughs> oh. People are streaming. I have a very good audience. I feel like going on, going on, going on. <laughs> so thank God for that. So, But I'm going to close. <laughs> going to close. When I realize I cannot do anything without him, then his power, divine power, will be manifested in a greater way. As the Bible says, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So the Christian here tonight has the thing under control. We have conquered sin. We have conquered death. We have conquered hell. We have conquered the grave. We have conquered sickness because Jesus Christ is our mighty conqueror. Amen. Let our attitude be like Mary's attitude. Let it be done unto me, Lord. I don't understand how it's going to happen, but I believe you that I'm, I'm a conqueror. <laughs> Praise be to God. Because your word says so. Amen. God always keeps his word. Think about it. God always keeps his word. And his word is always come, is always come to pass. So if you keep the word of God inside of you, God will come and keep his own word.
inside of you because he comes to take care of his own word all the time. God, let the word of God come and be pregnant into my soul, Father, and then I will bring forth life. Amen. With the word of God inside of us, the word of God inside of me will say the right thing, will think the right thing, will be moved by the Holy Ghost to a right scripture. Amen. It is always the word of God upon the word of God. I'm going to finish with this scripture. Father, in 1 John 2, 12, 14. First John 2, 12, 14. And I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I write unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. I write unto you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you, little children, because you have known the Father. I have written unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because you are strong. And the word of God abideth in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. Woo! As you are reading that, sometimes you look at yourself and say, I'm I'm not strong. I have not overcome the wicked one. But the word of God is testifying about you concerning your situation. It says, you are an overcomer. It's the same thing that was said to Gideon. He didn't believe who he was. He didn't know what was inside of him. He didn't know the capability God put inside of him. He was the one hiding. I'm not a man of valor. I'm not an overcome. I'm not, I've, not weak. I've, not, I've not overcome the wicked one. But God is looking at what he put inside of you and he says, you have overcome the wicked one. You have overcome the last of the world. You have overcome the enemy. You are more than a conqueror. I'd rather believe what the Word of God says about me than how I feel about myself, how I see about myself, how I see my own mistakes. Let the Word of God be the one that is, that is having the overcoming power inside of me. Lord, I believe your Word. You have declared unto me that I have overcome the wicked one. Praise be to God. Because the musicians can come. This is the season of the word of God to be manifested. The Lord is with thee, mighty man of valor. The Lord is with thee, mighty woman of valor. The Lord is with thee, young girl, young boy, because you have overcome the world. God has put inside of you the things that can meet the challenge of the end time. We have received the end time message that will meet the end time conditions. What we need just to God, make me more sincere as we heard this morning. Make me more sincere. Make me, Father, stay in that channel that it can operate in the proper way. I don't want anything to be blocking that channel. I want the channel to be clean, Father Lord Jesus. Is there anything in my life? Is there anything in my attitude? Is still this flesh getting on the way? Is still my mind getting on the way? Is still, is still things that are stopping you to use me for glory? Am I, am, have I put all the mechanic in order so that the dynamic can operate freely? Lord, let me do my part knowing that you have already provided your part. The word of God says that you have already given me everything pertaining 
pertaining to life, everything pertaining to godliness, everything pertaining. I need healing, Lord. I need, I need salvation. I need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I need adoption. I need overcoming life. I need all the things, Lord. Let my part be done because your part is already done. I want to be in that channel. Oh, praise be to God. Praise be to God. Do you love him this evening? Amen. Amen. It won't be too long anymore. Just close that. Just stand together and sing. As we think of the things that have been said this night. Just ponder about it. That he has given us all things pertaining to life. Natural life. Spiritual life. Eternal life. Just need to be in that channel. God, I don't want to limit you anymore. I want to trust you. Because you are the one who delivered me yesterday, you delivered me today, Lord. I don't want to have that spirit of murmuring, of complaint. I don't want to have that spirit, Father, of comparison. I just want to be, Father, in your channel where you can use me. Amen.